Today is the seventh day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is great to be here with you as we greet a brand new, shiny, sparkly week. It's all out in front of us, friends, and the, the, most of the year is out in front of us. So we're just getting started. But we're here at the beginning of a week, a fresh start, new perspective, and we get to live into this week. And the story of our lives will be told through the thoughts and words and deeds of our lives as we navigate this week. And so let's pay attention to what we're doing. And one of the things that we are paying attention to is this rhythm that we're establishing showing up for each other every day around the global campfire, taking a step forward, leaning into each other, leaning into the scriptures and allowing them to guide us. And so we're moved into all the four books that we're in right now, Genesis, Matthew, Psalms, and Proverbs, and we'll continue the journey. This week, we will read from the New International Version, and today, Genesis chapter 16, verse 1 through 18, verse 15. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had borne him no children. She had an Egyptian slave named Hagar. So she said to Abram, The Lord has kept me from having children. Go, sleep with my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Abram agreed to what Sarai said. So after Abram had been living in Canaan ten years, Sarai, his wife, took her Egyptian slave Hagar and gave her to her husband to be his wife. He slept with Hagar and she conceived When she knew she was pregnant, she began to despise her mistress. Then Sarai said to Abram, You are responsible for the wrong I am suffering. I put my slave in your arms, and now that she knows she is pregnant, she despises me. May the Lord judge between you and me. Your slave is in your hands, Abram said. Do with her whatever you think best. Then Sarai mistreated Hagar, so she fled from her. The angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. It was the spring that is beside the road to Shur. And he said, Hagar, slave of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? I'm running away from my mistress, Sarai, she answered. Then the angel of the Lord told her, go back to your mistress and submit to her. The angel added, I will increase your descendants so much that they will be too numerous to count. The angel of the Lord also said to her, You are now pregnant, and you will give birth to a son. You shall name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard of your misery. He will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand against him. He will live in hostility toward all his brothers. She gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me, for she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. That is why the well was called Beer, Lahai, Roy. It is still there between Kadesh and Bered. So Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram gave the name Ishmael to the son she had born. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore him Ishmael. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me faithfully and be blameless. 
Then I will make my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. Abram fell face down and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations. No longer will you be called Abram. Your name will be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you very fruitful. I will make nations of you and kings will come from you. I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants after you for the generations to come, to be your God and the God of your descendants after you. The whole land of Canaan where you now reside as a foreigner, I will give as an everlasting possession to you and your descendants after you, and I will be their God. Then God said to Abraham, As for you, you must keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you for the generations to come. This is my covenant with you and your descendants after you, the covenant you are to keep. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You are to undergo circumcision, and it will be the sign of the covenant between me and you. For the generations to come, every male among you who is eight days old must be circumcised including those born in your household or bought with money from a foreigner, those who are not your offspring. Whether born in your household or bought with your money, they must be circumcised. My covenant in your flesh is to be an everlasting covenant. Any uncircumcised male who has not been circumcised in the flesh will be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant." God also said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sarai. Her name will be Sarah. I will bless her and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her so that she will be the mother of nations. Kings of people will come from her. Abraham fell face down. He laughed and said to himself, Will a son be born to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah bear a child at the age of ninety? And Abraham said to God, If only Ishmael might live under your blessing. Then God said, Yes, but your wife Sarah will bear you a son, and you will call him Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his descendants after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you. I will surely bless him. I will make him fruitful and will greatly increase his numbers. He will be the father of twelve rulers, and I will make him into a great nation. But my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah will bear to you by this time next year. When he had finished speaking with Abraham, God went up from him. On that very day, Abraham took his son Ishmael and all those born in his household or bought with his money every male in his household, and circumcised them as God told him. Abraham was ninety-nine years old when he was circumcised, and his son Ishmael was thirteen. Abraham and his son Ishmael were both circumcised on that very day, and every male in Abraham's household, including those born in his household or bought from a foreigner, was circumcised with him. The Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre while he was sitting at the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and saw three men standing nearby. 
When he saw them, he hurried from the entrance of his tent to meet them and bowed low to the ground. He said, If I have found favor in your eyes, my lord, do not pass your servant by. Let a little water be brought, and then you may all wash your feet and rest under this tree. Let me get you something to eat so you can be refreshed and then go on your way, now that you have come to your servant. Very well, they answered. Do as you say. So Abraham hurried to the tent to Sarah. Quick, he said, get three sias of the finest flour and knead it and bake some bread. Then he ran to the herd and selected a choice tender calf and gave it to his servant who hurried to prepare it. He then brought some curds and milk and the calf that had been prepared and set these before them. While they ate, he stood near them under the tree. Where is your wife, Sarah? They asked him. There in the tent, he said. Then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already very old, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, After I am worn out, and my Lord is old, will I now have this pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Will I really have a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, so she lied and said, I did not laugh. But he said, Yes, you did laugh. Matthew 6, 1-24 Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, They have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, They have received their reward in full. But when you fast, 
put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father, who is unseen. And your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Psalm 7 A Shigeon of David, which he sang to the Lord concerning Cush, a Benjamite. Lord, my God, I take refuge in you. Save and deliver me from all who pursue me, or they will tear me apart like a lion and rip me to pieces with no one to rescue me. Lord, my God, if I have done this and there is guilt on my hands, if I have repaid my ally with evil or without cause have robbed my foe, then let my enemy pursue and overtake me. Let him trample my life to the ground and make me sleep in the dust. Arise, Lord, in your anger. Rise up against the rage of my enemies. Awake, my God, decree justice. Let the assembled peoples gather around you while you sit enthroned over them on high. Let the Lord judge the peoples. Vindicate me, Lord, according to my righteousness, according to my integrity, O Most High. Bring to an end the violence of the wicked and make the righteous secure. You, the righteous God, who probes minds and hearts. My shield is God Most High, who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge, a God who displays his wrath every day. If he does not relent, he will sharpen his sword. He will bend and string his bow. He has prepared his deadly weapons. He makes ready his flaming arrows. Whoever is pregnant with evil, conceives trouble, and gives birth to disillusionment. Whoever digs a hole and scoops it out falls into the pit they have made. The trouble they cause recoils on them. Their violence comes down on their own heads. I will give thanks to the Lord because of his righteousness. I will sing the praises of the name of the Lord Most High. Proverbs 2, 1-5 My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver 
and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this new beginning, a brand new week. And these weeks will stack up to months, and these months will stack up to, to years. And we'll blink our eyes, and this journey will be coming to a close. But we are here at the beginning, and there is life out in front of us that we need to be available to you for, and that we need to be vigilantly awake and aware about what's going on and not go through this year kind of in a fog. And so, Holy Spirit, come, lead us into this week, lead us into the truths that we need to learn and understand from the scriptures. And we hear the Proverbs loud and clear. If we call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if we look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then we will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Lead us on that path, we pray, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Happy New Year's, DAB fam. This is Pure Heart from Tennessee, and I was calling to um, let you guys know that I've been praying and listening in the background for each and every one of you, for your sorrows, your hurts, and your triumphs and victories. And I just bless God uh, for those of us that um, he's seen fit to see another year. I, I thank the Lord for um, being able to turn my next page of the next chapter of my life. I re retired December the 12th, 2023. And I'm so excited to have this time to do more for his kingdom. I'm just ecstatic about it. But wanted to say that I love you guys and I'm speaking God's favor upon each and every one of you. Good health, joy, peace that passes all understanding and that many will be saved that's in our family circles this year. In Jesus' name. Good morning. This is Eunice from Catonsville who's going to go by Sincere Faith. Happy New Year, DAD family. I am so grateful that God has allowed us to see another year. We have all crossed over. Another opportunity to just give God praise. And I am so grateful that so many call in every day with prayer requests. And I want you to continue to do that. And while you do that, start thinking more this year about the goodness of God. We've all gone through mountains and valley experiences, and in the midst of our ups and downs, God is with us. And I am just so grateful for that, and I'm grateful for each one of you. May you seek God in deeper and more meaningful ways. Help us to just love one another more sincerely and on purpose. And Every prayer request today, Lord God, you heard all of them. And so we just thank you in advance for your healing power, spiritual, mental, emotional, and financial. And God, we thank you for families. 
you established and ordained families. And so, God, we just pray that you would oversee in every area. Give us wisdom and grace and understanding. Help us to love one another more sincerely. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Bye-bye, family. Hello there. This is uh, January the 4th, Thursday morning, and this is Casey from Texas. And I just wanted to say thank you to Blind Tony and Carpe Diem Driver and all the other people who have been calling in, giving us the praise reports, telling us how our prayers have been answered, because it's such a blessing to know that these prayers are answered and to feel like, you know, that you were a part of it. I'm praying, I'm, I'm calling in today to pray for these children at the orphanage in Haiti. God knows and sees them and loves them. And so I lift up these kids in this orphanage in Haiti, Lord. We pray for you to open doors of opportunity for them to get those kids to Jamaica, Lord, doors that no man can shut and to close doors of oppression and, and sickness, Lord, that no man can open. We pray for healing on those children and we pray for a quick answer to how to get them to Jamaica for the for the care that you know they need because you see them and love them deeply like everyone else does. Ask these things in Jesus' name. And I'd like to also ask for prayer for my marriage. I'm married to a man that is just very, very difficult and very, very, you know, just tough and, and has a kind of a hard heart. And, you know, he will say things that are just horrendous that, you know, that break, you know, break my heart and, and it's hard it's hard to forgive him. So please help me pray for God to give him a kind, softer heart, to turn his heart back to the Lord and for him to just be kind and me to be able to always forgive everything he says. Um, uh, that's all. Again, this is Casey in Texas signing off. Bye. Good morning, family. It's Soaring on Eagle Springs from Canada. This morning, I'm asking you to pray for my interactive cat, Miko, which you, you haven't been hearing him on the um, DAB because he was diagnosed with pancreatitis a few months ago, treated and um, still being treated. But there's something going on. He's not eating well. He sleeps a lot. He's just not the cat he used to be. So I know that there's, he's um, sicker than um, I want to believe. My last cat, I kept so long not believing he was the sickest but And I do not want to cause my Miko suffering anymore. I don't know what to ask you to pray, but any prayers will be received. I now want to pray for Jennifer. She's um, thinking from the desert, niece, and her cancer has returned. Um, this is a brand new year, and with it come many challenges. And here is one right now to be faced. Jennifer's recurring cancer. Oh, Abba, would you reach out from heaven and touch her divinely, whether through a miraculous event or through the doctors? Give them the understanding to know what is the treatment that's necessary. Oh, and for Jennifer, I pray that you'd wrap your arms around her and may she feel the warmth and uh, and love that you have for her. Have mercy on her, Lord God, and her family. Give them all wisdom to know how to um, approach her in this new situation, how to love her, how to show her God. 